BTPOT, January 2024, recording this literally after we just got done recording the Patreon bonus for January 2024, that's the only reason I knew that I was January of 2024, so we got a full house here tonight as we listen to music, thanks Sam, there you go, Sam music, Sam Carr brought us that music, so there you go. Uh, we have, as usual, Mr. Eric Walling. Say hi, Eric Walling. Hi, Eric Walling. And we have Mason joining us. Hi, Mason. How are you? Good. Glad to be on again. And we have David Lux. <laughs> here to defend his honor. I am here to defend my honor. You're darn right I am. Uh, <laughs> Get me started early. David Let's do this. David Lux. <laughs> here we go. All right, before we get to his defending of his honor, the episodes we're going to review tonight, even though this one came out at the end of January, it was replacing the uh, January 2nd uh, normal episode that we would have had, so we decided to review it tonight. So that would be Dan's Fireside Trivia, and then we're going to do episode 235, 236, 237, and the one that came out uh, just here on, on Tuesday morning, excuse me, 238. So... Let's start off with uh, uh, airing of the grievances. Uh, David, <laughs> do we want to start off with that right away, or are we just gonna... no, no, we can we can save that for later. It's it's okay. Well, then I'll start off with my airing of the grievances. David Lux. Oh, oh here we go. David Lux. <laughs> oh boy, you what did we do, Mason? Why did you we, what did, did we episode two thirty five and two thirty six? Correct, sir. Wait, I I thought. I thought we were talking about Dan's fireside chat first. Where he, I'm David to sound... is now avoiding the question: Do I have permission <laughs> to uh, treat the witness as hostile? <laughs> as a hostile witness <laughs> between you two, I don't know. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm just in the corner. This is like this is like I don't know. did not listen or pay attention to the editor's uh, conversation that we had probably about two months ago when I switched the rules intro music bed. And he's been playing the music bed from like about uh, you know before, so I don't know what you're opening over there, Eric. Yeah, Wong. Eric. Oh it's, my god, oh, is it loud? Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, I was just, I'm just. It's just me <laughs> reaching into my popcorn bag while you guys. Okay, yeah, uh, talk about yeah, like the Michael Jackson meme. Where yeah. it's just, <laughs> yep, <popcorn>. just, just <laughs> shoveling popcorn, <laughs> waiting popcorn for this to keep going. <laughs> so yeah, I've been holding on to that for a couple of weeks there, David. So yeah. You're absolutely right. I sometimes I when I'm editing episodes, I'm going two seconds on this. Sometimes when I edit episodes, I download everything I need. I get on an airplane because I'm traveling for work and I do sure. my edit and I'm like, oh, oh, shoot. I forgot to download the new rules thing. And I always say, screw it. I'll just put in. The, nobody will notice. Here I thought that nobody noticed. So, no, yes. I noticed. <laughs> OK, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know. I mean, I, I, maybe no one else did. And they're not really. They don't really care. So I just thought it was funny. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. All right. So let's get into this here. Dan's fireside chat. So again, Dan had on uh, his normal cast of characters, which had uh, Greg Zethner, uh, Scott Barber, uh, Gary Middleton and himself. And then I joined at the end mainly because I was recording the episode and I wanted to go ahead and just, you know, be there to record it. And then they just added me to start talking. So things that I liked about this episode, I liked a lot about it, but uh, Greg's uh, discussion on the card grading 
like the, the very different yes. letters, the abbreviations used to indicate negatives about cards. I thought that was very interesting. I don't, maybe I'm a nerd, but I thought that was totally cool. I liked that a lot. I collect. I've collected a lot of cards in my days. I had no idea what any of the answers were, but I loved hearing the discussion around it because I was I was with them. I was like kind of talking to the talking to the podcast as I was listening to it like any fan, and I was just like, I have no idea what the answers are, but I I, I loved hearing the dialogue. It was great. Speaking of that. The uh, mascots for Olympics. Yes. I had zero great. clue, but listening to these guys talk it out, I was like, man, I am stupid. And these guys are brilliant. Holy, well, I would have never thought of that. They use so, so much logic in their answers. So I, I know Dan is emeritus and all this, but when he gets this group together, it's, yep. it's, it's a real treat to listen to. I mean, the, I think the format is great. I think the way they're just kind of like, you know, they're not, they're not, it's three, you know, three against none when somebody's asking a question. You're talking about experienced trivia writers and experienced trivia players. Mm-hmm. I loved how Scott Barber kept saying that he like he had Dan have the same brain. I was like, that's very dangerous to even say. But yeah, I just <laughs> I just think I just think it's a great listen. I love that when good too. trivia good trivia writers know how to write questions that are cool to hear other people talk it out. And I yep. think the I think the Olympic mascots was and the cards were both great examples of that. Just really great stuff. Um, my next thing I have in my notes was uh, I loved Dan Dan's wheelhouse questions mainly because you know his Viking related questions are always fun for me you know because they usually have to do with somehow him uh, you know being miserable as a Viking fan. But the one thing that I did like was that the AWA belt. Oh, the prison, belt? the prison belt. In the prison belt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was I grew up watching the AWA and I didn't even know that that was a thing. So I was like, what? I don't know what the name of that is. I have no clue. So I thought that, that was interesting. Yeah, that was Scott Barber's question, though, not, not uh, Dan's question. It did give me some yeah. some some yeah. background because I, when I hosted a game that Scott Barber was on, I asked a question about titles and UFC. And I pulled it off of Wikipedia in, in the interest of full disclosure. And it did not realize that it included interim titles. And Scott, like – quote unquote flew off the handle he just kind of was you know oh, <laughs> interim you know but now i get it like he's you know belts are really important to him so yeah, i didn't know it was, it was such a touchy subject like hmm. things to keep your pants up evidently <laughs> there you go all right comments by others on this episode i uh i did some some research are we at the ot here find uh fact finding a uh extremely important part of our our or day-to-day job Daily, as yes. OT. Yep. Um, so I went in and looked, um, did some follow-up for Al Newman's middle name. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and it is not Alfred E. Newman, but it is close. It is Alfred D. Newman. Oh, uh, nice. So, yeah. One letter. Alfred Dwayne Newman, uh, Kansas City, Missouri legend, come to find out. Uh, and I, somewhere in my house, I don't know where, I have a baseball with Al Newman's signature, and it's actually a pretty, pretty good... Uh, he was a Texas Ranger great for about a week, I think. Al Newman later on was a uh, was a coach then too. I always assumed that he would find his way to be a manager of the Twins eventually, but he was a first base and a third base coach for a few teams, kind of wandered around. I remember he was with the uh, White Sox for a while and then a couple other teams. So yeah, I was you know, I knew both the Al Newman and Dan Gladden one, so I do the Dan Glad one. He see if Alfred, weird if, Al, if Alfred if if Alfred D Newman if I was going to say if Alfred D Newman played today there'd be a ton of memes on that guy. You remember, do you guys remember? Okay, here, here's some trivia. Do you remember 
Do you remember what the original Alfred E. Newman, like sort of famous quote was associated with him? What me worry? Yes, exactly. What me worry? Right. I could just picture that with Alfred E. Alfred D. Newman. That was the baseball player. <laughs> so, uh, you have to you have to explain to like ninety nine point nine percent of the people in the world what who Alfred E. Newman is. I think most people know who Alfred E. No, Newman is. No, mean, cover model for Mad Mason. Yeah. Mason, do you know who Alfred E. Newman? Oh, I'm is? Sure. Yeah. Yes, I I do. It's the it's the guy with the really goofy looking face on Mad Magazine. Yeah, the kind of the kind of howdy doody yeah. face on who's the cover yeah. guy of Mad Magazine. Yeah, yeah. No, would you, Mason? Would you? What percentage of your friends do you think would know that? <laughs> uh, I mean, my age probably ten percent, maybe less. Ten? Uh, ten. Ten. I think, I think is high. I think, I think ten, ten is, is generous. High. Yeah, I'd say probably closer to closer to two percent. Yeah. So before a little walling history here, but before um, I grew a beard and my head grew into my ears, uh, people used to make fun of me and say that I looked like Alfred E. Newman. Wow, so, you still that's, that's how that's how pronounced that's the ears were. Well, kids are mean. Is really the moral of the story. Kids are that's so, true. I work. I teach them every day. Yeah. So. Wait, so you're saying <laughs> there's still true. a chance? There's still a chance that Popeye Jones is going to grow into his ears? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That shit might have sailed for him. His okay. head grew up and not out. Uh, okay. All right. Any other questions? Any other comments on? I, Dan's I only episode? have to say, Dan, if you're listening, get your crew back together, like maybe over the summer, and do this twice a year. That's all I have to say. I think it it's certainly fun. Dan's I beachside lot. chat. Well, right, or fireside chat. There you go, beachside. Yeah, I like that. Fire fire pit chat. There you go. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Oh. I appreciate the LSU stuff. There are multiple LSU questions. Yeah, yeah there was. I, was. I was surprised by that. I was like, oh, okay, we're just going to start asking about LSU yeah. rivalries. But I, surprisingly, I had... little West Virginia conversation. Only the one about <laughs> Avon uh, Coburn comes, yeah, comes up again. Coburn, yeah. Yeah. I died laughing at that. I did. And one was other I wrong piece on that one? That was like some sort of fast break or some sort of yeah. Like, it was a, it was a, bonus yeah, it was a or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was on that episode because I remember we called in the middle of waiting. There's no way we would have called him on a regular episode. You know. No, I mean, no, yeah, no, no. It's because we had the extra time. We're like, oh, sure, let's call him yeah, up. Let's see go ahead and do it. Own a friend. All right, we're going to move on to episode two thirty-five, which was the Nick Anderson butterfly effect. That one featured uh, Vinny Iyer. Uh, he played. Uh, he teamed up, excuse me, with uh, with Scott to face David and Eric. And Eric Eid was the host of this episode. This is the one that I just finished listening to, and I didn't get to take notes on. So. I don't remember. I don't have anything written down specifically on this one. So, well, I'll, I'll what, give what you do you guys things. have? Well, okay. Number <laughs> number one thing I got to say is I've fallen for this before. But if you're going to come on our show, make sure you have some control over your team name. That's all I because I, 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 I didn't. I I, I pulled a Mason. Yeah, I, you I, stepped I, away, right? You had I, like technical I difficulties. Did, I forgot his dongle. Away. I had. I was having internet issues, but it was really a hardware issue. So to speak. Oh, and, and, oh! This is the oh, dongle yeah. episode, folks. Yeah, you have to take a pill for that yeah. and make it uh, exactly. extra hardware. Yeah, toward the end of the episode, you extended it. Someone said that you extended your dongle. I was a little worried about you. How you Extends, hyperextended is text thrust right. to six nine six nine. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you a couple other random pieces of commentary. First of all, Vinny is a tremendous guy to have on the show. I mean, mm-hmm. just to have a guy with that kind of you know experience in sports media and all this, he knows. He knows too much, and he's too nice a guy to keep coming on our game and losing. So whatever happens next time, we need to make sure that he gets paired up with somebody who could win. That's comment number one. Comment number two I want to say is Eric's getting a little bit like, all right, I'm calling Eric Eat out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm taking my oh, I'm taking oh, my fate into my own hands here. Uh-oh. This whole choose your adventure thing, I mean, it was okay with the with the 
the lucky sevens when he did the pick your team and then you have to tell me all the quarterbacks. But now he's doing it in the five on three too, where it was like, I'm going to, you here, pick one of these receivers and then you're going to tell yep. me who threw them the most number of touchdown passes. And on top of that, it was like, which do you want receiver A or receiver B? But by, by just bear in mind, whichever one this team picks for our first question, the other team is getting B for the second question. So it really doesn't make any difference. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. that's. And all. then the funny thing is, that, so he did three of those or four of those. Well, he had um, he had three five on threes like that, and then three lucky sevens like that. Yeah, yeah but the five the five yeah. on threes though were the ones where he, they did the court the wide receiver, the wide receiver, touchdown. and the lucky yeah. sevens were the right. quarterback. And then yep. whoever got the third one, because the first team got the one, and the second team got whatever they didn't pick in the first one. Then the third team, the third one, got to pick what they wanted. Yep. Out of well, like a, yes, a, a fresh was, group of people. And you're like, no, no, it wasn't a fresh on. group. There was still a couple of uh, carryovers. But yes. Oh, okay. Another thing that was really sad was in the in the Lucky Seven twice in a row. Poor Scott <laughs> and Double Dindy. Alex Smith. Yes, yes. The, uh, the now Alex Smith, <laughs> which he's now calling instead of the Eddie George rule, the, the Alex Smith rule. Poor Scott got to the. F- Vinny said, here are three sure answers. I'm going to hand it over to Scott. Scott basically says Alex Smith the first time. And the second time it was, I think it was Stan Humphreys. Yeah. I, and I just felt so bad for Scott because like, you could see Scott on the video was just like, come on. Like, it just, yes. Yeah. In both of those cases, there were like somewhat obvious answers that were hanging out there that he, that we like bypassed. Um, Cause for 49ers, like they hadn't had Kaepernick and Garoppolo. And I think for the chargers, they hadn't said breeze yet. And I was like, man, those felt like bigger slam dunks than, than those sort of, I don't know, in between names, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, following up on that, uh, as I mentioned before, we at the OT are very, very, very uh, strong <laughs> in our fact checking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy <laughs> did end up on that lucky sevens list at the end. Of ah, this year. wait, bumping who off? Uh, whoever was number seven, because he was he had thanks thirty one. Um, <laughs> um, who was number seven on that list? Let me go back and find that out. But he had thirty one this year, I think. Okay. All right. On a personal right. note, I will tell you about this episode. The whole MTV show description. Oh. I'm. I was just like, yes. nothing could be more outside my wheelhouse. That yeah. was, and nothing could be more in my. Like <laughs> okay. I was so excited about this. That's right. You and I teamed up. Thank goodness. Yes. So. <laughs> um, I just. I have a note down here of the things that defined a college dorm TV watching for me. Um, MTV trash TV, uh, VH1 trash TV, uh, behind the music. Uh, I love the 80s and 90s. Yes, uh, we're all ones, yeah. massive players for me. Yep. That's awesome. Um, I just wrote, ugh, on my notes for that. So <laughs> that's, all, that's all I wrote on my, my sticky note. <laughs> yeah, what you, can't, what you can't hear when the way the episodes are edited is that there's sometimes a large gap between like the questions asked and then both teams go off and think about it and we cut that first bit out. This one was just like, he was mid-reading the question and Scott, was, I mean, yeah, Scott was already like, check in. Check in, check in. I mean, he, it was just well, like Eric so even fast. Eric even warned as he gave the intro yeah. to the thing, saying that Scott yeah. was going to check in immediately. Yes, yes, that's correct. So there All you right. go. Any final comments on two thirty-five? David still can't get off of Julius Peppers. <laughs> oh yeah, because this is the one where the came yeah. up again. Yeah, Peppers true, uh, uh, was this the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Julius? No, peppers? no, no, no. That's the that's next a sack one. leader. That's the next oh, sack leader. From yeah. Okay. Sack leaders that all began with the letter J. First initial letter J. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because Matt, yeah, we have to talk about that in a minute. All right. Well, we're going to move on to episode 236, which was making out with strangers in West Virginia. 
This said, uh, David is the host and featured Taco and Eid versus Mr. Scott Grimes and Josh. So this is the one that I'm, I think I'm still in the middle of, uh, let me see, 236. Oh, nope, I have comments here. So Eid went to Costco, so he's super happy about going to Costco. <laughs> uh, I, thing. Look, I got to double down on that. I'm That's the store that make, might make me the happiest to go to. I, I would agree. Um, uh, conversation about uh, edible bull mascots and uh, edible fields. Hey, uh, um, all bulls, all bulls that listen to the OT, lean into your bit like mm-hmm. the Pop Torts bull did. Yeah, that was hilarious. It was great. For the first ever Pop, the first ever uh, bull mascot to come out of a toaster or something. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and be ed- be eaten by the winning team at the end of it. It's just What's phenomenal. Up? Also, I have to make a correction here because I feel like this is important uh, being an LSU fan because Matt Takamoto made an incorrect statement. Um, Coach O did not eat grass. Um, he instead divorces his <laughs> wife and hangs out with college-age women. Um, Les Miles is the one that eats grass. So I just want to make that clarification for all the LSU fans out there. There is a distinct difference between them. Um, so I'm trying to remember how, that, point that out. I'm trying remember how this came up. This was one that I hosted. You're talking about 236. It was at the very beginning. Yeah. They were talking about, yes. I, talking about eating. Where I believe I Taco's like, line was, um, all fields are edible if you try hard enough. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then that's starts. Yeah. So that's why I had to make that distinction. So, Mason, I got to ask you, you weren't, you weren't on this yeah. episode and I hosted it, but I, nope. I had a blatant Louisiana question when I talked about Louisiana Lightning. Louisiana Lightning. Do you know who Louisiana yeah. Lightning is? Would you have known that? Yes. Well, okay. yeah. yeah, when when the category was shrimp, whatever the name of it yeah, was, yeah. and you were mentioning, uh, I think you mentioned a Yankees player. I was like, okay, I automatically know who that is. I know yeah. where this is going. Okay, I was okay. like, I got the Louisiana reference from that. Got it. I mean, it wasn't explicit, but I got it just from the shrimp category and the Yankees part of it got me there on it. Got it. Got it. Because this was well, also the episode I cracked up the Forrest Gump missing link. Yes. And I, yes. And I, and I introduced and your fourth my... quarter was Forrest Gump themed also. Yes, yes. But I also, and it was Takimoto's first win, by the way, which was very important. It's, yep. it's stunning to me that he had won before. But <laughs> Still I Still not this, this was also where I cracked out the new style that, of course, made Josh's eyes roll. Mm-hmm. And and Ede, this, this is where, where it was like I paired as, quote unquote, siblings, a sports person with a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band. So it was like yes. Julius and Red Hot Chippy, Chili yep. Peppers, yep. Damien and Judas Priest. And then uh, R- Roberto and Duran Duran. And this was yet another time that I introduced a halftime style. And I got two reactions that I expect every time. One, Josh I rolls at the beginning and tells me at the end it wasn't that bad. And Ede gets to like the third question. He's gotten everyone right. And he says, I still don't understand what we're doing. Yet he's getting <laughs> everyone right. <laughs> this is the one also where you referred to Julius Pepper as the first round. Or the, I number one did make that pick. mistake. Yeah. That's I how much David that. was on Julius Pepper. remember. the time that I have to, uh, we have to call out David for something he got incorrect. I want to make sure we do it on the OT. Oh, so come back for your David Lux related criticism. This is, like, this is uh, the Snopes fact check. Part of this podcast, yeah, is David, yeah. false just for everything he does. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I also put down that Josh almost threw a challenge flag on the Eagles logo because he got all butt hurt <laughs> that there was no vertical beginning of the letter E. But there is. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there is. You know, it was a weird fact that I saw about that. Like it never occurred to me, and I don't really understand why. It is the only logo that faces left. It's a okay. weird fact. Like why? Why would they do that? I don't know. Because you know, how do you get an E facing right though? That's the question. Oh, maybe that's why they did it that way. You could point. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 
Yeah. So, the philosophical yeah. questions we're trying to answer here on the OT. <laughs> um, this episode also featured uh, Eid needing yet another lesson on how haikus work. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, Matt, that's there was some haiku haiku splaining happening during this. Yes. Haiku splaining, uh, and David um, using the word hoopster. <laughs> that's right. Sounding like you're going to go the cager. What were they supposed to say, baller? Look, you know it's hard with <laughs> yes. syllables. You got you got ah, those hoopsters <laughs> playing with their peach baskets. Oh. <laughs> it go yeah, the hoopsters shoot in the what, basket. What is the what is what did Dan call that? The uh, the transcendental uh, um, transatlantic. Transatlantic, uh, yeah, um, it is pretty funny. Uh, then this is also the episode where uh, there was a conversation about Chuck Persons and his brother. Um, and my favorite throwaway line at the very end of the conversation when somebody said, Are the persons people? Yes, and I and no one even acknowledged it. I thought it was so I laughed. And I don't know. If, I don't know if it got people. I don't know if it got cut out or not. But when I no, said, it was it was in there. Was I, a... But I said something like, I said something about persons, and then everybody was all over. It, it was like some Ivy League degree that you're calling yep. people, right? Yeah, everyone knows yeah. the plural of persons is people. Yes, there was also but, something earlier in that conversation, um, and Matt. Takamoto got asked, how many brothers are there in the world? And he's like, oh, there's at least four. <laughs> at, at least four. four. At least four. <laughs> Taco, Taco has some gems. And if you like, sometimes we cut them out and they don't even make the show, but the guy cracking up when I'm editing him. Oh my yeah, God. He's funny. Yeah. All right. Other, I, those, those are the, my comments on episode 235, 236. Anyone else have anything? Um, congratulations to Matt Takamoto for. Outdoing science and apparently curing herpes. According to him. Cured, hip, cured hippies. Herpes. Finally, a, a clean herpes, bill yeah. of health. Yep. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love all I the had, bowl eligible related conversations too with people in their <laughs> records. Yep. I had uh, one. So, and then I have to ask David uh, legit. Uh, I when I heard your halftime, and I got to the last question, the first thought I had was. This is the first one that David came up with, and then he wrote a whole round around it. Was yeah. Roberto Duran Duran the first one that you came up with? Yeah, well, I, I <laughs> actually, in this case, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I had this, I had this crazy idea to put these kind of together, and there, there are more coming probably in the next out. Oh, I think host. But yeah, um, let me check I'm, the I'm, recording I'm, calendar and make sure I'm not on that one. <laughs> well, you know, what, you know what, what's what's interesting about writing games to me is like I will often peek at who's who's coming on. But like when I was writing the rock and sports questions, I actually had Mason in mind because like a lot of these classic rock groups, and I would you always hear poor Mason on these shows that we're talking about whatever, like MTV shows of the '90s or like movies from the '60s. And Mason's like, I'm just gonna go take a break. And I, so I'm always thinking about like who would who would you know sort of get into this stuff. And I was like, sure. I need to make sure Mason's on my shows or whatever when I'm doing rock things. So, yeah. I this, uh, this episode is also the one, was it the let it write or throw in the towel where it was the NBA stat line? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like that a yep. lot. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was fun. Because I, I remember listening to this. What was the listening, missing link theme? I forget. It was, it was Forrest Gump. That's Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. Oh, that's Forrest yeah. Gump. That's right. And I yeah, think yeah, that, yeah. and I think that, you know, it's interesting because I, I, I had Forrest Gregg, which I knew you would know right off was the last yeah. one. And then going backwards, it was Bubba Watson, mm-hmm. Jenny, um, somebody, I, I think it was Dan Marino. Jenny, and Jenny the fifth Finch. one, I was like, who knows a fifth character from? So the first thing I did was I was like, Mrs. Gump must have had Sally Field. I was like, she must have had a first name. So you go look at the cast. Her name is Mrs. Field. That's, 
I mean, Mrs. Gump. <laughs> Mrs. Gump. Mrs. Gump. So it's like, well, I don't know what to do with that. So I was Is like, there a Mr. Gump? Mrs. Exactly. Gump. Mrs. Gump, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so there you go. All right. Anything else on uh, 236? I wonder if Josh is still kicking himself for the math mistake, I, especially as a person oh, that tries so to himself. Oh, yeah, the tennis thing, too. yeah. He, yep. I've never heard him so beat up about a wrong oh, answer. Oh, my God. I felt one. so bad. Yeah. Sometimes you just feel genuinely bad because you're not trying to trip somebody up with that. And then and then he was like, as soon as we started talking about it, he was like, there are they have to play to three sets with the men. And he, you could just see that he knew it the whole time. Because you so. clearly said in the question that it was the minimum amount of <gasps> points, right? Right, but I, but I said men because men in the majors play three out yeah, of five. Sets. Five, so three out of five. Play, yeah, women exactly. play two out of three. So so, but he 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 knew that he was just like I kept saying to him, "You got the hard part of the question. You missed the easy part of the question." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt bad. All right, so let's move on to episode two thirty seven, which was an all benchwarmers affair. This was shirtless movie, which Matt Takamoto hosted. I had myself and Mister Walling. Uh, in our uh, team name, which is the greatest team name of all time, which is <laughs> listen to the OT when we can get a chance to record him, uh, versus Scott Grimes and David or David Ducks, excuse me, uh, CJ Spiller, the Beans. Um, are we going to run? Or, or is this um, August fifth thing going to die ever, or is this going to be like like on, on your guys' tombstone or something? Or I mean, I mean. There are other team names out I'd there. I'd say, but August 5th actually might be on my tombstone. Kind of by default, it, it usually is mean, on there. Scott made up a fictional person named Jeremy Bates, who was born on August 5th. So <laughs> they, they're not, they're not going to run out of ideas anytime soon. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Look, as long as Eid can keep doing herpes, we might as well keep doing August 5th. I thought I mean, he got a clean bill of health. I thought we were done with that. He got a COVID true. in West Virginia, though. Kissing strangers. Yeah, so, I mean, for kissing just... random people. So... My first comment about this, Taco writes great games. I mean, he, he writes does. absolutely great games. His first round right out of the gate was haikus. And it was the one where he was doing sort of like, he took famous sports nicknames and then he basically did some kind of a synonym situation. And Scott, Scott and I missed three out of four. We were like, it was like the first one was the Crimson Musket. And we were like, well, it's got to be somebody with red hair. You, you got, you two nailed it like right off the bat. Then the next one, I think we got, that was the Spectre going fast. I realized, okay, Galloping Ghost. Which led to some jokes off air, right? And then, and then, and then we just went too fast on Jay Daryl and Rev. We were like, "Oh yeah, that's you know, that's that's Christian McCaffrey." When of course it was Darren McFadden. Um, and then, in the funniest twist was he used General Austin, which was like too many levels of indirection for us. Yeah, and 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 we we both got for completely random reasons both got extremely close to getting the answer uh but not nobody got points so yeah and i never knew that i mean i'm a person who prides myself in knowing or liking to know about nicknames for for sports players uh for athletes and i never knew he was a secretary of defense but we but not but we didn't even get that close anyway because nobody connected that general austin was referring to secretary i mean the the secretary of defense so yes Uh, i believe my my admonishment was how dare you interject modern <laughs> political right. trivia in this sports sports you said podcast. i'm gonna i'm gonna drag you kicking and screaming into general uh, trivia yeah. uh, that's right all right so the other elephant in the room with this whole one that got cut out was was yeah, did. my my personal tirade around around what you guys were calling off the winter olympic sports nordic combined oh gate. yeah the nordic combined <laughs> oh <man. laughs> Yeah, yes. we spared you, uh, dear listener, from listening to uh, David Ducks go off about uh, 
No, David yeah. Lux would have been plenty happy with it. David Lux is when the I, one. When, I, <laughs> when I went back and listened to it, I will say, we checked in with the right answer, but the reason we got to the right answer was wrong. Was wrong. Like, yeah. It was like, like, Matt was like, it used to be called this, but it's yep. in order combined. And then yeah, we said like, the biathlon, oh, which used yeah. to be called the the Nordic combined, yeah, yeah, right. and right. so then it was, yeah, it was messy at best. <laughs> the intention there. This one was also the one that had the halftime, where I believe it was, wasn't it like, um, uh, oh, like this is like, the halftime uh, that David ugh, immediately summaries. says when there's an in, an Indian movie, he's like, oh, it's got to be cricket. See, that a kabaddi. Yeah. <laughs> and then the and then the second and the third one were because uh, they gave us what did he do? He gave us actors and a summary. No, the name of the movie. It was just the name of the movie and the actors. I think it wasn't yeah, even a okay. summary. Yeah, yep. yeah. And we, we had, had the uh, Martin Sheen karate movie. That's right. <laughs> that's being proposed. Still, I'm still on board for that, Martin. <laughs> a beach yeah. volleyball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is, I believe the, the title, came. yeah, the episode title came from Joe Manganiello being in a movie. And then we <laughs> yeah, thought, right. <laughs> we couldn't think of a movie or a TV show where Joe Manganiello wore a shirt the whole time. It wasn't t-shirt, yeah, shirtless, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised to find a high-def photo of that when I was making the graphic. I was, I didn't think they existed on the internet. I was like, there's like three good photos I could, I chose from. <laughs> when no, I went back and looked at this movie, uh, graphic. your search history. I couldn't remember why Jack Klugman was in that picture until I listened to it again. Wait, why? It was Jack Twyman. Uh-huh. So someone's like Jack Twyman, and, and Scott's like, I didn't know Jack Klugman played in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so why I, I put him in there. I laugh at that this, when I listened to it again this morning. Um, uh, okay. We had we had batting stance talk in this, and I would like we to did. have some honorable mentions to Gary Sheffield. Yes. Um, which start with uh, Julio Franco as a Texas Ranger. Oh, fan. for sure. Um, Craig Council was one of the weirder ones. Mo Vaughn was always fun to imitate. And then I always loved Mickey Tettleton's like flat bat, like stand up straight, kind of weird look. That was another Ranger. Uh, great one for me, but opening the floor for other great batting stances. Okay, when I was a kid, there was a guy by the name of, uh, this is going to sound like I'm making this up, but we all loved the batting stance of this guy named Johnny Walkenfuss. Fuss? Johnny okay. Walkenfuss. Yeah, I've, I've heard that name. Yeah, And and he, he was, I think he was a guy, if I remember, maybe I'm conflating him with somebody else, but like, I think the whole thing was that he had like different batting stances and they all were weird. It's like he was a good hitter, but he it was a decent hitter. He was in the majors for a while, but he was experimenting with different batting stances. So like we like when we went up in little league, we would you know the coach would be like, okay, no more walking foot stuff like that's not a thing, <laughs> you know. So yes, who was the uh, who was the pitcher for like the uh, Pirates here a few years back that went up there, went up to bat in the game and did like in in one at bat he did like six different teammates batting stands. <laughs> yeah, Do you remember, I that? remember who that was? Yeah. Forget who it was, some jokester, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh my gosh. I just, in real time here, I just Googled this to see if I had the name right. And apparently Johnny Walkenfuss died last year. And the headline in the Detroit News says, because he played for the Tigers, Johnny Walkenfuss, whose batting stance was copied by kids all over Michigan, dies at 73. <laughs> hmm. So there you go. So I have the right guy, I guess. So right. well, He had the Tony Bautista sort of 
was it Tony Bautista that had the bat like kind of directly in front of him? Yeah. And then he turned sideways. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anything else for 237? I think we're good. I'm, All right. I'm now going to call. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to now call the, a speci- specific type of pitcher a submariner. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> anybody who lives directly south of Seattle. Seattle. Like yeah, it's a submariner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, episode 238, which was a horse, a racehorse named Philadelphia Turkey, which uh, featured guest uh, Mish Resnick, who teamed up with Taco to face Mason and Marcus in a Josh-hosted episode. Um, this one, honestly, dude, guys, I haven't even started listening to this one yet. This one just came out this morning. I, I mean, I know I edited part of it. I know the third quarter that I edited it, but the, other than that... Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this one? It's a year in review, the yearly year in review. Oh, that's right. Just and, in and time and for and February. Josh says that if it happened in the last 11 and a half months. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you about it a couple months from now. And by the way, the game played pretty pretty hard. Um, yeah. I, can't, I guess it was in the third quarter. He was like, you know, with like David was like, who was the Australian open men's champion? And then it was Goliath was the Australian open women's champion. And then one of yeah. them was about skiing. And one of them was about men's and women's golf and i think everybody was i don't think anybody took a goliath the entire round no uh, yeah, david and goliath was a second round uh oh, oh sorry. third round okay. was a five on three where we talked about uh the fiba men's world cup uh oh all yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that um yeah i forget what there was that and then there was I forget the other is the base steal, stolen base leaders yeah top five stolen stolen base guys. Yeah. yeah and this was the one also where mason uh told us all about his uh your proclivities or your uh what did you call yeah. it? Yeah. Because you my degenerate your, degener- yeah, your degenerate for, this is the episode power five college fantasy football leagues, yes. This is the <laughs> episode that got Mason added to degenerate gamblers non anonymous uh, our, yes. our side thread. We, that Marcus we yeah. talked about. We, yes, we, give me added to that. We have degenerate gamblers on this uh, podcast, and Mason, you're like the farthest from a degenerate gambler. I gamble, but it's not. I would. I, I wouldn't call my gambling degenerate, but there you go. I, I do gamble. So one of the one of the things I have to say that I liked about this episode because sometimes when I'm hosting and you're taking, you're doing all the stuff, you're scoring, you're taking notes, you're trying to keep time, all this stuff. I get nervous that like, oh my God, what if nobody says anything that's going to be a good episode title? This one was like right out of the gate, Taco starts talking out the whole racehorse thing. And just like, it was just, I was laughing one line after another. And then suddenly he comes out with, we're going to check in with, what was it? Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Turkey, Philadelphia Turkey. And I was just like, oh my God, this is gold. Like all this, all this in one talk out. It was just beautiful. So <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this episode. No, it was good. It was and good. I loved that, that he was so, going off on tangents and then Mish would give him like the obvious answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and talk him <laughs> back into the right uh, answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So our our goal now is to get a, a racehorse named Philadelphia Turkey. I mentioned yeah, that. So I that's, there that's you a, go. Yeah, that'd be good. As pulling a, like together. Sponsor. Yeah. So yeah, yeah anyone listening on uh, Patreon or just anyone in general, if you want to contribute to our horse so race, race fund. Race, race horse fund. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if there you want to contribute. By the way, when I was listening to this episode and Josh introduces his typical chat GBT thing, I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out if I had to go back and listen to it again. I was trying to figure out if it was just a bad edit or if Josh sort of swallowed the letters. Instead of saying it was chat GBT, he said it was just chat G. 
And I was yeah, thinking like that, that. that that's like that's like, you know, the 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 AI version of like how you write rap lyrics is you go to chat G online somewhere and then and then you, <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. There you go. Good one, David. That, that, only, that only took us twenty minutes to get there. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you have to set up the line, man. Yeah. You did a great I, job. Um, yep. Jokes yeah. on the one from David Lux. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. Um, anything on two thirty eight? Two quick things. One was um, Marcus admitted. Uh, I love Marcus goes. I'm very petty, and that was in the same episode that he named his team Horns Down right before Washington <laughs> played Texas. Yeah, so I was like, well, I mean, obviously. Um, and then I absolutely was ready to personally check in with Creed Three Ninjas, um, and thought and did a little research on what ChatGPT might call. Uh, Creed Three Ninjas, um, or specifically Creed Three Ninjas, showdown at Mega Mountain, um, and so I, I ran it through ChatGPT, and here's a real quick plot synopsis from ChatGPT. <laughs> um, in a thrilling crossover film, young martial artist Creed, seeking new challenges, joins forces with the legendary Three Ninjas to protect Mega Mountain from an imminent threat. Unbeknownst to them, a sinister mastermind plots to take over the city using advanced technology and martial arts skills. <laughs> Generic. Um, like a GPT thing, yeah. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of things about high stakes and a physical and personal challenges because ChatGPT needs an editor. Um, finally, um, <laughs> Creed's, it's, it, it, they, he called the, he, she, they, uh, ChatGPT called the movie Creed's Ninja Showdown at Mega Mountain. Um, which weaves a tale of action, friendship, honor, blending the intensity of Creed's journey with the nostalgia of Three Ninjas, creating an unforgettable martial arts spectacle for audiences of all ages. So there you go. So uh, if we have a uh, backer patron out there that wants to make that movie uh, and give like millions of dollars to Eric Walling to make that movie, go for, go for it. Yeah. Yes, uh, we'll take any royalty check you're willing to write us. All right, well then... Uh, that's it for the January episodes. Let's go ahead and just uh, throw out the titles of the episodes coming out here in February. We have 239, which is famous Luchador, L. Woods, which had uh, Coach yeah Coach Dave Brown uh, teamed up with uh, Walling to face Scott and myself with Taco as the host. Episode 240, which is Little Heroes featuring equipment manager and host of the sports trivia face-off uh brent bullmeyer uh david you hosted this one had marcus and josh versus brent and eric Ede. so awesome uh for those that are unaware the reason that, that our podcast even exists was because um brent had kind of retired from podcasting so we decided to go ahead and make one ourselves so um then episode 230 Sorry, 241, which is uh, Summer Sander now, which uh, had guest Zach Golzen with Taco hosting Zach and Scott faced Eric and myself. Um, and then finally, 242 that'll be coming up at the very end of February, which is Uncontroversial White Guys featuring coach, <laughs> assistant coach uh, Scott Highland. And this is a Josh hosted game. That featured Marcus and Taco versus Eric and Scott Highland. So we'll be talking about those 
at the uh, end of February. So any, uh, any final words, uh, David, have you come up with a defense for your, uh, your poor attitude and your uh, terrible podcasting of late? So, Oh, wow, that's not a loaded question. Okay. <laughs> He's walling with his, his popcorn. No. I, I, I think you've stunned me. I feel like I, I, can't, I can't possibly come back. He's just got me up against the ropes, and he's just like throwing haymakers at this point. I got, I got absolutely nothing. I, I could, wow. I could defend all of this. You know, we all have bad days. <laughs> or weeks, or months, uh, or months. I mean, look, one of these times when Eid fires me from the podcast, maybe I'll just take it. And I'll just, I'll just take my non-existent severance package and walk. The um the the OT come to the OT for your uh, desperate love yet uh, underhanded um, attacks of David Lux. <laughs> Say David, David proposed doing the double OT, so he can just go do that. Yeah, there you the go. OT yeah, you and Scott OT. can do your double OT where you That's... just all you do is talk talk crap about <laughs> walling and myself. <laughs> hey, look, look, even a blind squirrel. Every once in a while, I have a decent idea. There you go. I'm, I'm glad the two minutes for skimming is 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 picking up. <laughs> two minutes for skimming. That one was one two. Uh, All right. Any final words here before we wrap it up? Check your dongles. Just yeah. make sure you check your dongles, kids. There you go. All right. Well, thank you all again for listening to the uh, BTPOT. Thanks to Sam Carr for this music. Thanks, Mason. Thank you, uh, David, and thank you, Mr. Eric Walling. And thanks, listeners. Well. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>